This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about the limits of logic and containment around your anxiety. We often, when we have anxiety, learn from things that we're reading and listening to or help that we are getting. We learn different ways of using our logic and using containment to deal with our anxiety. And it can be helpful, especially in the early stages of feeling worked up. These things can be very helpful. We want to remember that we have more that we can do than just trying to deal logically with our anxiety or trying to keep it in a container. You know, in a container meaning, I'll think about that later, or that isn't affecting me right now. Let's put that aside. And again, when you're in the right mind frame, you can do that. And you can actually use your logic with your anxiety or when you're not really in a high state of stress or leading toward a panic. And if you're in a panic attack, these probably logic and containment aren't going to help you at all. So that's why it's good to know things above and beyond the type of keeping it under wraps, right? Controlling it, so to speak, manipulating it in a way that serves us. And, you know, that is all wonderful. But one of the things we need to remember in life is that we can't control the world and what's going to come at us. And that includes the thoughts that go through our head, the many, many, many thoughts that go through our head, thoughts that we don't even understand ourselves and don't know why we have them. We can't control that. That's the mind is making all of these thoughts and we can't control that. So if we had to deal logically or contain all of this, it might be way too much work. And if you are in a state of panic or high stress, like I said, you won't even have the wherewithal to be able to use logic or containment. So it's good to know what you can use above and beyond. And the, like, I, I want to be sure that you know that there is value in, in logic, giving the anxiety a little pushback and, you know, trying to see it rationally. That can be very helpful, very helpful. But if you're beyond that point or you can't remember 
that because you're already heading down the wormhole. Just rest assured there are other things that you can do and that you can also hone your own reactions to become responses. Like I said, we cannot control what the world is going to throw at us. Um, The world is going to send us many different opportunities and many different situations, and they may not be viewed by us as opportunities. They may be difficulties or challenges, and we don't get to control that, the ones that come from within us and the ones that come from outside of us. But what we can control is our response. So remember, we do do this quite naturally to lean in and and try to deal with logic, with our anxiety, and to try to hold it off, put it in a container and view it maybe later on. That's fine. But if we're asking ourselves the question of if you contain anxiety and use logic with your anxiety, can you maintain control or can you regain control if you had been starting to slip down the wormhole? And these are good questions because there is more that we can do. It's a slippery slope and containment actually is about, you know, containing the fear containing what is actually going on inside you, not about controlling the situation, right? We can't contain the situation that is happening, but we can contain the fear. We can wrap that up. We can put that into a perspective in ourselves that we respond in a different way. Remember, we're, it's not about controlling the situation that we're in, but containing the fear that we have about the situation. And you've probably learned some containment techniques and processes if you have been using any CBT workbooks or if you've been in CBT therapy. It often involves rating the fear, right? knowing knowing where it is on a number scale and considering the likelihood of various outcomes. One of the things that you can look at is if this, then what, then that. And examining the rationality of the fear, right? That's where we pull our logic in. Uh, how rational is this? Is this something I should be worked up this much about? Is this rational? When you're in a panic, though, you might not be able to use those types of techniques. And if you are in extremely high stress or high anxiety, as when you are in panic, the logical part of your brain is not functioning as highly as it could be. And you may not be able to access these types of things that you have been taught to do in in your CBT. So it's important to catch it early on, right? Catch the fear early on when you have not had your prefrontal cortex go offline, so to speak. If you can catch it early enough before you get into high anxiety or panic, when you are still somewhat calm, there's room for logical reasoning and 
This can really help you to minimize the severity of this anxiety, fear, and panic. And one of the places that this can really help you is when you have learned and taught yourself to not go down the wormhole, when you're just feeling it start to bubble up and you know, okay, I don't really want to go there. How can I look at this in a way that I'm using my logic, that I can contain this fear? Can't, can't control what's happening around me or these thoughts that are happening or even my own bodily sensations and symptoms that may be happening. But I can contain the fear that is bubbling up around those. So the containment can be a double-edged sword because you can use it early on when you are still able to think clearly and catch it early enough, but the containment can end up being a struggle. It can be a fight during anxiety panic, and it can make things worse at that point because you're struggling to wrap this fear up and to put it aside into what looks like a logical manner, but it may not be able to happen when you are just too far gone. It can become a struggle then. It becomes a frustration and the frustration adds fuel to the fire and then it is just that tug of war. So I want you to remember that this isn't the only thing that you need to do with your anxiety. You can do other things besides being logical and containing it. So if you've been stuck in that only using logic and containment, which many people do, it's a very you know, linear way of dealing with the anxiety, like, well, this doesn't make any sense. And I can, I, I can deal with this at another time. I am going to list out what's going on. And these are very helpful. And it's very automatic and intuitive to go into that kind of thinking. But it isn't the only thing that can help us. And it, just remember that it is limited to the early stages of high stress and anxiety. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you.
Now, back to our practices and ways of remembering how to deal with our anxiety as it's coming up and our logic and containment are maybe not cutting it. You want to remember that mindfulness and meditation can help get you to a deeper phase of recovery. It's going beyond the idea of using logic and containment and those types of linear practices only. It goes deeper and this can really be helpful. You want to confine the thoughts to a worry hour. And at this time, logical engagement can happen. What this does is this gets you to use containment when you are not caught in the thick of an anxiety or panic attack. So remind yourself that you can take those thoughts that are happening. If you need to jot them down, find some people, just remember them and confine them to a worry hour. And you will be in a different frame of mind at that time and you can actually deal with them. Often we forget the thoughts by the time we get to the worry hour. And the worry time is helpful to separate us from the initial fear and the reaction that we had earlier in the day. It removes us from that reaction. And later in the day at a worry hour, we can actually respond to those concerns. Claire Weeks talks about the secondary fear, right? And the logical analysis can easily turn into a secondary fear or a second arrow and exacerbate the cycle of anxiety. So watch out for that. When you are having a logical debate or a struggle in trying to contain the fear, you can go from the original fear into the second fear, and then you are adding just more fuel to the fire. So you may want to just back off of it and again, set it aside for another time. You sometimes have to ride the wave the stress hormones have been released, you're on your way, and you have to just ride it out. They always end. Please remember that. It will help you get to the end of it sooner. The ultimate goal is to see fearful thoughts for what they are and divorce those from the fear reaction. See the fearful thought for what it is. It is a thought. And the more you can keep yourself from reacting, the easier your time will be because you will let it float through rather than struggling with it. Containment techniques can disrupt the anxiety cycle, but when we add mindfulness, which is something that we practice all the time, not when we're struggling with anxiety or panic, but we should be practicing it all the time. By adding mindfulness, we will extend and deepen the recovery process, and it can be extremely effective. As a matter of fact, I always looked at CBT. When you add mindfulness to it, it's actually DBT, which is Dialectical Behavior Therapy, which is much more effective than the CBT. And the reason is because they have added the mindfulness piece. You can do the mindfulness yourself. You know that we have worked on it here in many different ways, and it is something that becomes a way of life. We live a mindful life, and that will definitely be steering us clear of anxiety and panic.
Remember that you cannot control the world, but you can control your response to it. You can control your response to what is going on. It isn't easy in the beginning, and it can almost feel like, how on earth can I just respond? But that's because we're already caught in the habit of reaction, and it is a habit. But we slowly build ourselves a new way, and we get to leave that habitual reactive state behind. And getting comfortable with the lack of control is important. This can be very helpful and very comforting. This is true acceptance. We want to remember we do not have control. So many things in this life are beyond our control, and it is important for us to be able to be okay with that, to learn to have some level of comfort with the lack of control. Because we want to remember that lack of control does not mean danger. I hope that this show has been helpful for you, and I hope, if nothing else, you can remember that last statement. Lack of control does not mean that you are in danger. It means that you are accepting what is. And now for today's quote. People have a hard time letting go of their suffering. Out of a fear of the unknown, they prefer suffering that is familiar. And that's from Thich Nhat Hanh. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.